Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to our episode of our book reading entitled When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. We continue on page 123, the second pledge of Aqaba. In the 13th year of the Prophet's mission, many pilgrims from Yaldrib made their way to Mecca, Muslims and pagans alike. The Muslims wanted to meet with the Prophet ﷺ and invite him to move to Yaldrib. The harassment, abuse and fear that overshadowed the Prophet and his followers in Mecca had dismayed the Muslims of Yaldrib who resolved to offer the Prophet their loyal protection if he moved there. They arranged a secret meeting with him late one night at Aqaba after the Hajj. To keep their meeting a secret from the Makkan pagans, the 73 Muslims from Yaldrib sneaked out to Aqaba, some in pairs, some alone, to make what was to be known as the second pledge of Aqaba. All but 11 were from the Hazraj tribe. Two women were present as well, Nasiba bint Kaab from Banu Najjar and Asma bint Amr from Banu Salama. The Prophet ﷺ was accompanied by his uncle, Abbas bin Abdul Muttalib, who, though not Muslim at the time, was concerned about his nephew's welfare. Abbas began to say, The Prophet ﷺ has both security and honor in Makkah. If you cannot guarantee to protect him in Yaldrib, then let him remain in Makkah. Bara bin Marur an, spoke for the Muslims of Yaldrib. We are determined to offer our loyalty to the Prophet ﷺ and sacrifice ourselves for him. We are willing to make a covenant to this effect. The Prophet ﷺ recited some verses of the Qur'an and had the men from Yaldrib take the following oath. We will worship none but Allah and we will never associate any partner with him. We will obey the Prophet. We will give of our wealth freely in prosperity and in poverty. We will counsel others to do good deeds and instruct them to refrain from evil. We will serve Allah even when others show contempt. We will protect the Prophets as we protect our women and children. Additionally, according to Udaba, the Yathri Muslims also pledged not to disobey those in authority. Bara bin Marur took the Prophet's hand and said, I swear by the one who has sent you with the truth, we shall certainly protect you as we do our families. By Allah, we are sons of battle and weapons are our toys. This is what we have inherited from our ancestors. Abdul Haytham bin Al-Tayhan then said, O Prophet, we are bound to our people by a covenant and by pledging loyalty to you. We are about to cut off all our old ties. If success comes to you and you should conquer Makkah, will you return to Makkah then and leave us defenseless? The Prophet ﷺ smiled and said, No, blood is blood and destruction is destruction. I am of you and you are of me. I will wage war against those who make war upon you and be at peace with those who are at peace with you. You all know what we are agreeing to, Abbas warned. All of you are pledging to go to war. So what will you do if you lose all your wealth and your property and all your leaders are killed? Will you abandon the Prophet? If so, let him stay here in Makkah, because if you forsake him, it will be a disgrace in this world and the next. However, if you stand by him even in the face of destruction, you will find a reward in this world and the next. 
The Yadri Muslims listened to Abbas and then vowed that they would support the Prophet ﷺ no matter how great the risks involved. Someone then asked the Prophet, Tell me, O Prophet, what will we get in exchange for all of this? Paradise. The Prophet, peace be upon him, replied simply, Give us your hand, the people said. Asad bin Zorara then took the Prophet's hand in his and addressed the gathering. O people of Yalrib, after a long journey we have found the Prophet of God. Taking his hand means incurring the enmity of all the Arabs, the deaths of our chiefs in his defense, and the clash of swords. If you are prepared for this, take the Prophet's hand and with Allah lies the reward. If, however, you have any reservations, forsake him now. Unswerving in their faith, the assembly cried out, Remove your hand, Asad. We are ready to clasp the hands of the Prophet. Some sources indicate that Asad bin Zurara was the first to take the oath, while others name Abdul Haytham bin Al-Tayhan and Bara bin Marur as the first. The two women present took the oath without shaking hands. After everyone had taken the oath of allegiance, the Prophet, peace be upon him, asked the people to select twelve men who would be responsible for the affairs of the community. Nine members of the Hazraj tribe were chosen, along with three from the Aus tribe. The nine Hazraj chiefs were Sa'ad bin Ubada bin Dalim, Asad bin Zarara bin Adz, Sa'ad bin Rabi'a bin Amr, Abdullah bin Rawaha bin Tulba, Rafi bin Malik bin Ajlan, Bara bin Marur bin Sakhar, Abdullah bin Amr bin Haram, Abada bin Samit bin Qais, and Mundir bin Amr bin Qanis. The three chiefs from the Aus tribe were Asad bin Hadhar bin Samak, Sa'ad bin Kathima bin Harith, and Rifa'i bin Abdul Mudhir bin Zubair. Other sources mention Abdul Haymin bin Al-Tayhan as well. After these twelve were elected, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to them, You are like the apostles of Isa or Jesus, salam. You are responsible for the community in Yadrib, while I am the caretaker of the entire body of Muslims. Just as the people were about to disperse, a strange voice was heard calling out, O men of the camp, will you not deal with Muhammad? Right now disbelief has prevailed and he and his followers are preparing to fight you. The Prophet, peace be upon him, knew that it was a demon speaking and he called back, O enemy of Allah, soon I will deal with you. The Prophet, peace be upon him, then told the Muslims to return quietly to their beds as day was about to break. The next morning, the Quraysh, having heard a rumor about the pledge at Aqaba, went to Yaldrib camp to protest against what had happened. They resented their visitors' patronage of someone they deemed to be an outcast and voiced their displeasure about any contact between the contention from Yaldrib and the Prophet ﷺ. The polytheists of Yaldrib, who knew nothing about the event, insisted nothing had taken place, while the Muslims kept silent. The Quraysh reluctantly accepted the polytheists' reassurances and returned home. Later, however, the Quraysh found out that the rumor was in fact true. Infuriated, they sent their horsemen to apprehend anyone who took part in the pledge, and at Adhakar, they captured Sa'ad bin Ubada and, Mah- and Mundhir bin Amr. While Mundhir bin Amr managed to escape, Sa'ad was bound and taken to Makkah. The Muslims from Yaldri planned to raid Makkah in order to free their brother Muslim. Before they could carry out their plans, however, Sa'ad was freed by two Makkans, Mut'im bin Adi and Harith bin Hab, whose caravan Sa'ad protected in Yaldrib. Sa'ad rejoined the others, and they all returned home safely.
And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We are reading from the book When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. You can listen to this and any of the other podcasts on our system, which is vocfm.iono.fm, and click on the book reading channel. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.